0: Hello, welcome back to the Sounder Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Lobner. Today is Monday, June 28th, 2021. We are ramping up, getting to the end of our June tournament. Uh, last time we were here was on Friday. I had Travis Vickery in here. Uh, he's back with me today. We were talking about uh, neck and neck in the True Hog Hunters tournament tied between Squill Team 6 and Travis with BCBH and a total of five hogs for the month. Third place followed up was Punisher Hunting with two, but we have a little change in that. Uh, over the weekend, Squill Team 6 put up 12 hogs, actually in one hunt.
1: Yeah, one night.
0: One night, and uh, was really taking the lead with a total of 17 to 5 now. So, uh, hasn't been a change in Punisher Hunting. He's still at two. So, you got first place Squill Team 6 with 17, second place BCBH with five, and third place with Punisher Hunting with two. Um Still no change in the Army Hog Hunters Tournament. This is the last time we were on as well. Um, the lead is still being held by BCBH with five, Punisher Hunting in second with two, and we still do not have a third place. Uh, so if you want to jump in, you got a couple more days. This tournament ends at midnight on uh, June 30th. So you jump in, you put one hog in, and uh, you will win third place in the Army Hog Hunters Tournament with a uh, that prize is going to be a hog wild berry pack by the Bait Corn Company. Um, when well, we said it before, it's actually, it comes with three packs. So they actually sometimes will send you a variety of stuff too. Travis, last time we talked about, uh, got some peanut butter scented stuff as well, uh, which he's putting out some traps. We're going to see how that works. So, uh, first place prize, uh, we announced it. We're going to go ahead and uh, kind of bring everybody back up to date. Nothing's changed for this month besides the 12 entries by Squill Team 6. But our uh, first place prize is the Heritage Rough Rider 22 uh, long rifle it's with a 6-inch barrel. Uh, second place is a 42-inch two-gun tactical gun case. And uh, third place is 60 rounds of ammunition. That is in the True Hog Hunters Tournament, Army Hog Hunters Tournament. First place is a turkey call by Chiefs Custom Calls. Second place is Wiley X Sunglasses. And third place is the Wild Berry Pack, which I just announced. So... Um, it looks like Squill Team 6 is going to run away with it, unless, Travis, you have something up your sleeve.
1: I would like to say I do, man, but in truth, I I really don't. I've been, uh, busy coaching, uh, Little League Baseball here lately, man. It's taking up most of my evenings, but, uh, I might try to get out there on a late night, kill one or two, just to boost my numbers a little more.
0: Well, like I said, we we had you on Friday, and we didn't get to talk a whole lot, because I had bunch of stuff crammed into one little show so we're continuing that uh continuing the conversation but you did mention that you you had some traps uh, how many traps you got set
1: yeah i got two set right now in the same general area around a big oak tree and it's uh it's off the river bottom a little bit this this guy said they were they were tearing up his hay field quite a bit and he went and cut it and he could barely even cut it riding around in that tractor so i was like yeah i'll, I'll go set some traps out there for you and i don't know if that tractor spooked them off, or what's going on, but ain't nothing touched them yet. But we still got a couple of days, so who knows?
0: And like we said before, sometimes it takes a while for them to be uh comfortable around the trap. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see them make circles around it. Um, sometimes it takes them a couple of days to actually get brave enough to go in and out of there. So uh, are the traps set, or do you just have the, the doors locked open? No,
1: they're actually set. It's on the outside of Goliad, so I didn't want to go all the way over there, leave it open for a couple of days. You know what I mean? I, I just figured if they're set and they're going to go in there, then they're going to get caught.
0: Well, you know, we've had stranger things happen uh, the last day of the tournament before we guys have come back and, and won. Uh, that being said, it, it, usually when they come back and win, it's because they got a trap that yeah. produces really well. So we are seeing uh, a pretty wet spring uh, going into summer. This is, you know, late June. We are in summer, but – June is finishing up pretty wet. We had, uh, I know some places around here got about an inch and a half of rain just just a minute ago. So uh, we've got another few days of rain coming in. That could play a big factor into what we're going to see the next couple of days. I know it's going to be hard for guys to go drive around uh, hitting fields and everything else with it being wet. They don't want to bog down. Um, How does that affect you as 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 a hunter, as a houndsman, with your dogs? Do you ever see a big change in the way they act out there? Uh, sometimes uh, maybe after a fresh rain, kind of wiping out the scent of a pig, your dogs just kind of run circles or, on your garment or are they they still pretty good about finding a trail?
1: Uh, it Just depends, I guess, how much rain really. If it's if we got quite a bit and it's just really sitting in them fields, you know what I mean? Then then they got to work a little harder because, you know what I mean, it's, it's sitting water, so it ain't really holding nothing. I mean, they can get on it, but it might be a little hard for them to track it opposed to if it was maybe just, uh, I don't know, an hour worth of rain and it all soaked into the ground, you know what I mean, just a little dew on the ground. And when they get running through there, then it's a little easier for them to just follow that trail all the way to wherever they're at.
0: Well, it's probably easier like on a hunter if you do have a, a pretty good soaking rain. Uh, you're not really going, I guess, as much by scent of the dog, but more like the visual trails that you're going to see in yeah, the mud. Yeah, most definitely. But we had uh like i said a pretty good amount of rain we got a good chance of rain tomorrow um there's a everything is still very green like I said it's been a slow month here in june we really didn't get as many pigs as i would like but we knew that that decline was coming going into the summer months what do you think about the month of july compared to june are we going to slop off even more um do you expect the the traps to start producing again if and that okay so that being said if we go into a typical july where things dry out heat up and you know it, you start to see like more uh like sporadic watering holes like compared to now everybody's tank is full once everything dries out you think it's going to be a lot easier to hunt
1: yeah i think so if it if it's a typical uh july everything will dry up uh fields will get cut everything like that and uh them uh, pigs will just be moving out there and eating all the scraps in them fields. And uh, usually in July, it's still uh, pretty hot or humid at nighttime, too. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to hit them watering holes, that's for sure.
0: And I know uh, on Friday we didn't really get to dive into it, but you do have a couple new uh, pieces of property that you're going to be hunting. Uh, tell us about those.
1: Yeah, one's on uh, kind of the backside of uh, Carn City off of 1144 over there uh, and uh, I went and checked it out a uh, Saturday morning that that guy called me he was a uh, stacking hay bales and he was like yeah come on out here I'll be out here for a few hours so I was like all right so I made my way out there and he hopped in my truck and we drove the perimeter and he gave me the runaround of it where he's seen stuff where he hadn't really seen anything and he told me I really have just free reign just let him uh, let him know when uh, I'm gonna be out there and I was like, oh, okay, cool, and I let him go and back to stacking hay, and uh, he told me there's a creek that runs through his place, so I went uh, went through one of them gates and went and parked over by that creek, and really, there, there's a feeder set up out there, and I, I went and walked around that feeder. There's quite a bit of rooting, and uh, I noticed uh, a pretty good-sized game trail running straight from that creek straight to that feeder, so I walked down there, and there's a there's a couple spots that it's still holding water pretty good from this last big rain that we had. It's not a live creek, but it does hold a little bit of water, and there was a couple wallers down there. I mean, it looks pretty promising, man, but I don't know if I'll be able to run dogs primarily out there. It's not uh, the biggest property, but I'll take what I can get, but um, I can definitely try to put my night vision to use, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and th- this is the place that you, you put the traps up, right?
1: No, 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 this is a different one. Different,
0: okay. Yeah. So you got... Place with two traps, and now a place that you're gonna be doing a little night vision hunting, uh, and then you also have a place that you're moving out to,
1: correct? Yeah, over off of uh, Highway 72, going towards like Pawnee. Actually, a little closer to Pawnee than Kennedy. Um, but me and uh me and old Robert's pun are gonna going move out of her parents' house and go do a little adulting on our own. And uh, it's on about 400 acres, and and there's some uh, there's one. Probably about half an acre tank in the back, in the middle of some brush that I feel like is just going to be a money spot, man. And I think uh, nobody's lived out there in so many years, and nothing's ever really been touched or messed with out there. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be pretty hot right off the bat. And whatever we end up doing, setting up a feeder, running traps, or even running dogs, I think we'll be all right from the start.
0: Well, like me and you talked before, you know, it seems to be with so many guys running dogs around this area, pigs have become. Uh, aware of when those those dogs are in the area and they, they tend to run off compared to like when we first started hunting when we were younger you had a lot more of those boars and some of those more mature sows would kind of stand their ground and fight. Uh, if you do come across a piece of property where those those hogs haven't been run before you could actually run to a situation where you, you have more success running dogs uh, than some of the, the more pressured places because those pigs may be... Uh, more willing to like kind of stick stick around the area. They're not going to run as fast. They're they're going to want to kind of fight. Yeah. So uh, you might run a, a scenario like that. And that being said, too, um, are you going to be able to hunt that place during
1: deer season? Um, I'm not too sure yet. I would have to. Uh, I mean, we kind of got two landlords. Robert's uh, grandma owns the owns the house, and his and his uncle leases the land for cattle. So we got to go uh, talk to him and uh, see what. See see what he's gonna want to do and what us uh, what he doesn't want us to do. Uh, I mean, he knows this fairly well, and I think I think we'll be all right. Uh, might have to uh, fix a little bit of fence here and there, help him work some cows here and there to really seal the deal. But I don't I don't think it's gonna be a problem.
0: Well, I know you, like before you you've told me that your biggest issue uh, with running dogs is that once deer season's being talked about, uh, most most landowners kind of pull the plug on you. And uh, you don't get started again running dogs until the end of deer season when it's all said and done, and the landowner and his family or whoever, whoever's hunting out there is tagged out, uh, just because people are in, in their head they make it they they think that dogs typically run off deer, which I I, I won't I don't say I don't want to say that that's a fact that it happens all the time. Um, I being a deer hunter I've said this before. You don't want to have any extra pressure that there already is, especially when you're when you're hunting smaller uh, patches of land. But um, so I can kind of see where a, a landowner can could tell you, hey, you know, pump the brakes, let us get our deer. And then, be, and that being said, too, you you have the ability to hunt hogs all year. You only have a small window to actually hunt deer, especially if you're only hunting with a rifle. Yeah, you know, you do have, you know, an extra month if you're hunting with a with a bow, and you do uh check on the rule book but i believe there's still an extended season for uh, black powder as well uh, muzzle loader season so uh i know that it, it can be on a difficult year like if say say this is the last rain we got and we end up going into a pretty heavy drought throughout the rest of the summer and a deer season um that can play a big part in how many bucks are, are traveling um how much feed you're going to be feeding, and, and it, it can all uh, affect you as a, as a deer hunter. Uh, I don't think we're going to go into a heavy drought. It's looking like it's going to be a pretty wet summer, I'm hoping. Um, we got a few more days of, of rain coming in off the coast for, for our area. We're down here in South Texas. Uh, if it continues to do this, if we can get through you know just midway through July if it's staying wet, um, maybe catch a shower here and there in August. We're going to have, a, I think, an excellent deer season. Um, but we also, the more rain we get, the more food's out there. It's going to make it that much easier for the hogs to thrive, and that's where guys like you come in. Um, But it's going to be pretty interesting to see w- with the the new properties that you got. You know, you've been pretty consistent in the tournament. We talked about Squill Team 6. He's, he's probably been the most consistent throughout the tournament. Um, He has yet to kind of really have a, a large dip. This has probably been his... Least productive month so far, and he's still got 17. And he's still in first. Yeah, and he's still in first. (laughs) So he's had, you know, know, 25 here and there, but that's when J.B. Ranches was just trapping left and right. And so he has yet to really have, like, that first-place standout month. Uh, Looks like he's going to most likely take this one. Um, That being said, we still have two more days. We've seen it happen before. I mean, Punisher hunting a while back was sitting – You know, he had first place pretty much in the bag. JB ranches all at once, just really poured it on him, Uh, had a really successful trap and ended up taking first. So um, anything's possible. It's not over until basically, well, you got 24 hours after midnight to submit all your hogs. So basically on the 30th, on June 30th at midnight, you can no longer uh, hunt for the month of June. But we understand that, like, okay, so if you take your picture at 1159 p.m. June 30th, you have until 1159 uh, July 1st to get it submitted. There's a 24-hour window. Uh, We understand that sometimes you're hunting out in the middle of nowhere. You don't have a whole lot of cell service. We give you a good window to get out somewhere that you can get these hogs submitted through your phone, uh, through our website. And that website is www. Dot, true forward slash tournaments uh, You log in, you get you get signed up, logged in, and then from there you have a uh, uh, basically what you do is you take a picture of your kill, and then you cut the ear off that pig. You, you submit two pictures per kill, and we keep track of it. Um, and then you can keep a uh, rec- We keep record of the leaderboard, so if you want to at any point in time, you could see who's in first, second, third. Uh, I think all the way down to like uh was it tenth place? Something like that. Yeah, yep. I I had to check on my phone, but you can you can really get a good idea of who's who's playing for the month. Um this is a good month to jump in because there hasn't been a whole lot of, of hogs submitted. Like I said, Squeal Team Six just recently uh he was at five added twelve. Now he's at seventeen. Uh you're at five, uh Punish running's at second. But like if you were to go out right now in the Army Hog Hunters tournament and just kill one you know you're you're on the board i mean that's that being said that doesn't take a whole lot of effort you got a feeder going you can go sit out at night. i guarantee it with the rain we're having you could probably go out this evening and uh, find them running around oh yeah we're rooting
1: know. up some nice soft fields right oh now yeah for yeah
0: sure. these next couple of days i think are gonna be pretty prime uh hog hunting uh let me see here let me go so with guys like Squill Team 6, Travis, uh, having so much success with, with, uh, without dogs and just running night vision and thermal, uh, do you ever think about getting away from all the work and hassle of running a kennel and just hunting with a rifle? Um, or is hunting with dogs, something you will always do no matter what the outcome is.
1: Man, I can't tell you how many times I've thought about getting out of dogs just because how stubborn some of them are, <laughs> but, uh, I think about it a lot, man, but it's, I, I honestly don't think I ever see myself actually doing it and like, and totally getting out of it just because it's in me, man. It's something I've always done and it's just something I, I love and enjoy to do. Whenever you hear a, whenever you hear an old hound dog or an old black mouth open up and, you just it just gets your blood flowing, man, and cause you don't really know, you know what I mean. With a thermal, you can scan a field and be like, "Hey, that's a big old boar hog out there," you know what I mean. But whenever them dogs get to get to yapping and squealing and whining, you're like, "Okay, yeah, this is this is something serious." And when you're when you're really getting close and you can start to smell it and whatnot, it just know, it's just a rush, man. It's just a rush. Like unless you've done it, it's really like no other, honestly. Like I w- I would definitely pick that before. uh Standing on like the field of a of a kickoff, you know what I mean like before that before game kickoff and all that stuff you got the butterflies I think uh hearing a dog bay up a big old boar hog is about ten times better for me
0: well you know and, and guys like you 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 put in, you put so much work into it uh training your dogs, you got so much invested, not really as much money but your time uh you know we talked about you know getting pups kind of introduced to it. Uh, you know, sometimes it may take several hunts for these dogs to really kind of catch on, onto what's going on. Uh, and then you have your old dogs that you just can't really like, you can't get them out of the game because, yeah. because that's what they want to do. That's what they live for. Uh, and it, and it really kind of eats you up when you do have to take one out and they, they can't, you know, they can't keep up anymore. Uh, and you have to retire a dog, you know, especially a good one that's been doing it been so. Uh, Productive over the
1: years but and trained all the other dogs Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean it's just
0: yeah because they definitely the young dogs really do catch on watching what the what the more experienced dogs are doing oh yeah um i've seen that with with your dogs you know i I, most of those dogs i remember just when they were puppies you know to what what they are now and uh but we, we were talking before about you know so, like, these hogs becoming accustomed to being hunted by dogs, they, they, their, ten, their tendencies now aren't to sit back and, and fight off dogs. Their tendencies now are to get up and run, yeah. to move, uh, find safety. A lot of them, if there's a river, will try to cross that river, get to the other side, you know, get across a creek. Just basically get in the nastiest, thickest brush they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, excuse me. But you have... Um, so you're training your dogs, and you have, like, some of the issues that you were telling me about was seems like a lot of your dogs can't, I don't want to say can't, but some of these bigger pigs that they're getting on, they're having an issue stopping them. Um, whether it be they're they're, they're baying up and they're breaking bay, um, they're not really getting a good catch, and that before you can get there, uh, the hog is already broke and, and is... You know, according to your gps watching dogs chase they're just moving 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 and they're just you know 100 yards ahead of you and you never really get to catch them um what explain to me what your opinion is on, on why that's happening is that an issue with uh young dogs or you maybe have uh some of your dogs are just getting a little up in age can't can't keep up uh what do you, you feel there
1: yeah uh ain't got too many puppies right now I've got like two of them but even at that I mean they're puppy puppies they haven't even been out in the field yet I still need to start them on a hog in the uh in the pen first but uh yeah majority of my dogs right now they're just I mean they're old man and they've done their time and they still want to go hunt so I take them hunting and they just ain't got the wheels and the lungs like they used to you know what I mean it's almost like a person man you can do something your whole life but age catches up to everybody and they as, as much as they still want to do it they they try and they give it their all but if they get on a runner that's not going to stop em, uh 9 times out of 10 we're going to get burnt uh but I do hunt with a uh, a couple of people and uh they they got some younger dogs uh one of my buddies got a pretty pretty quick uh mouth female and a lot of times if we get on a runner and he burns ours. She's she's usually right there behind it. She's about three years old and she can still keep up pretty good, but uh, or at least stop it long enough for the for the older dogs to to get back with her. But yeah, it's just just age in my pack is right now. It's what's kind of hurting me.
0: On, on average, because I know every breed is different and, and every dog kind of you know catches on at different times. You have some that they just from the moment they hit the ground they just know that they're a hunter. They know what they're supposed to do. And other dogs you have to do a little bit more training. But on average, you know, from the dogs that you've seen, about what age do they really hit like that prime uh, level of hunter, like just to where they're they're really starting to, to lead the pack?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, every every breed kind of differs and whatnot, and most dogs take every dog's different for how fast they're going to take to it. But I'd I'd like to say like in a in a prime of a dog's life, like taking over a pack is probably like two and a half, three years old, like gonna go out and strike you a hog every night whenever you go hunting or at least try to you know what i mean like uh just just on the ground nose to the ground working probably two and a half three years old
0: and uh, and the same thing i know it's, it's you know dog per dog but about what time what age do you really start to see the decline in a good hunting dog
1: uh i mean depending how how bad or he or she's been beat up and all that stuff and whatnot but I don't know, you get up there around the, like, 10 or 12-year-old, you know what I mean, their their body starts to kind of slim down and skin gets a little tighter and all that stuff, you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, that's hard to kind of tell because some dogs, like my black mouth, you know what I mean, he'll, he'll still go do it. He'll strike me a hog right off the bat if he's fresh. But after that, you know what I mean, he's got to ride on the buggy and I got to drop him on the bay. So, I mean, that's kind of hard to tell, but I'd like to say, I don't know, nine to 12 or something like that, just depending on the dog and what it's been through.
0: Well, yeah, you can say we, we've had dogs, you know, I've had dogs that, that didn't live near as hard of a life and they really started, you know, I had a couple of boxers. They were going on the decline at, you know, seven years old, you know, their, their knees and their, their hips started yeah. going bad on them. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer that the more active that your dog is and, you know, the better diet that you give them, you know, the, the longer that their hips and their joints are going to last. But, you know, that being said too, you know, you mentioned, you know, it, it is a hard life and sometimes these, these dogs, they get cut, they get beat up, you know, they'll, they'll roll on the rocks. And, um, uh, you know, we've seen some dogs get absolutely just blasted you yep. know, out of the gate, you know, get thrown up in the air. Um, and, and that, that takes effect on just like, you know, uh, anybody has, has an injury, you know, you, you break an ankle as a young man, you're going to feel it when you're older. Um, same thing with these dogs uh, i've seen you know dogs get authorized just like, like human beings yep. can and, and uh it starts to take a wear on them but not every dog can be like melon and just live to be yeah,
1: sad story man one of my buddies uh actually his best strike dog I'd, I'd like to say his best strike dog and he'd probably agree with me but uh he developed cancer man sad day his name is jerry he's an old cur dog and Found a lot of hogs behind that dog and stopped a lot of hogs behind that dog. He's still alive right now. He's at the vet. He said he gets him back today, but out of nowhere he said he was just down in his kennel one day and couldn't really eat or nothing like that and so he pulled him out of his barrel and all of his lymph nodes were all soiled up on his hind end and I mean stuff like that's sad to see, but it can it can happen to anything.
0: You you know, and and we mentioned on the show before you know, you a lot of a lot of guys hunting dogs, they really got a bad rap because of a few bad apples. Yeah. You know, people tend to pay a lot more attention to the negative things and they do the positive things, but when when you see a lot of guys out there that are, that are hunting hogs, like I said there are some bad apples, but you got stories like the, the, the dog is old. You know, it would be easy to take him for a walk out in the woods and put one in his head and have it be done with yeah. it. You know, he's doing the right thing for a dog that's done well for him for years. Uh, a loyal dog and taking them to the vet and a lot of these dogs, you know, that's all they want to do is get one last hunt and, yep. and it's it's hard to it's hard to tell them no when yeah. when you're loading up all the other dogs and you get them you know your old reliable sitting there staring at you they just want to go for that ride so uh, I know everybody likes to to think that everybody that's running dogs is just a horrible person but man most of y'all guys care more for those dogs and some people care about their kids yeah you know? <laughs> and <that laughs> I mean,
1: they go through so much you know what i mean it's like we go to war every time we, we drop them down you know what i mean if they're gonna go out there and stop that hog long enough for me to get there then they deserve a little bit of respect you know what i mean oh Cause yeah. they're going to war for uh, for us every time every time we take them out
0: well that's you know that being said too you know they have a good night you know y'all guys you know feed them up really good you give yep. them treats you know they your, your, ha- your dogs are definitely not underfed. They're very healthy. Um, a lot of times people look at a dog and say, oh, you know, I could see his ribs, he's skinny. Well, that dog does nothing but run. Yeah, he's in shape. Yeah, yeah. He, he will. He will He He eats every day, twice a day, you know, but he's just out there running, running and running and running, you know, he, he, that's what he's built for, yep. you know? And a lot of these dogs that y'all are using, you know, it's hard for that breed to put on a lot of weight and get fat, you know, especially when they're not fixed. You know, it's not, you know, usually, like, I got a golden retriever. He's fixed. He's very active. But I know, like, in his older age, he's going to start packing on weight. He's going to get lazier. He's not going to do as much. Um, that's just what to, what's to be expected. But, uh, man, we're running out of time here. Travis, uh, appreciate you coming on the show again today. Uh, guys, like I said, tune in. Uh, we are just a couple days away from finishing this thing up. We are... Going to be announcing a winner here in the next couple of days. It is, it's still anybody's game. Uh, Travis, you're in the first place with Army Hog Hunters, man. You, you're looking at getting a, a turkey call by Cheese Custom Calls. I'm going to try to go out and get a pig, jump in third place, and I'll make you a deal. I'll trade you some hog wild berry pack for that turkey call if I get it.
1: That sounds good to me, man.
0: All right, guys. Well, that's going to do us for today. You got any questions, um, any stories you want to share? Please email me at charlie at the sounderpodcast.com. We are out of here. Y'all have a good one. Y'all be safe. Stay dry.